News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Anyway, uh, 72% of Gen Zs have said that singers and celebrities such as Taylor Swift act as role models for them, according to new research from iReach Insights. Ella Whelan is a spiked online columnist. Hey, Ella. Morning. It's always this way, wasn't it? I mean, we always had our heroes. I mean, it might have been Bowie or Bono for my generation, but it's going to be Taylor Swift and, and whoever else for this generation. Yeah, we've always had uh, celebrity hero worship. You know, I don't know whether people still, young people still put posters on their wall. They probably don't, but that kind of thing has always happened, um, whether it be footballers or singers or whatever. But I think the interesting thing about this survey and the way in which we talk about role models today is that it's changed, which is what we really mean now is not, you know, who you might get your style from or what kind of haircut you might copy, but it's actually how, you know, the, a real sense of the kind of role models that kids look to. And instead of it being maybe your dad, your mum, maybe your older sister, maybe somebody at school, maybe your teacher, people who you know, you know, maybe some, maybe your, you know, your older cousin. Um, I think now kids are being, or young people anyway, are being told to relate to people who they don't know. So, I mean, in the UK, we've just had a big sort of, we're still having a big discussion about Andrew Tate and individuals like that. And there's a kind of worry about what role models we should have for young men. And instead of talking about, you know, having uh, older men in their life that they might look up to, we say, well, there has to be, you know, some footballer, there has to be some celebrity yeah. um, for them to look up to. And I think that's that's a real problem that we're not actually providing them with real meaningful role models. But but at the same time, the research shows things like intelligence and confidence, relatability, independence. They're the most sought after characteristics in role models. There's plenty of examples uh, of female rock stars, pop stars who do that. But then you've like Marcus Rashford as well, who's a fantastic role model uh, for young men as well. So they're very positive things to draw out. Yes, but they're not, it's not a real relationship that you're having um, when you kind of are, you know, if you're looking to a celebrity or, you know, a famous person, uh, someone who you're never going to have a conversation with, never going to know who the real person is. I mean, part of, um, part of growing up and understanding what kind of young man or woman you're going to be is knowing what it means to be a real adult. And that means knowing the flaws, the difficulties, as well as the positives. And I think, I just think there's something interesting happened uh, in the last sort of 10 or 20 years where I think we've got a problem with talking intergenerationally. Older people or, you know, your parents, your teachers, the people, maybe older, you know, your, your grandparents or people in a community that you might know who are not your immediate family. We feel very nervous about interacting with kids and young people. We sort of think, particularly I've just had a, a nine-month-old, um, so I'm going to a lot of uh, stay-in-place, soft plays and, you know, baby groups and things like that where mums and dads hang out. And there is a real nervousness among everyone about whether or not they're doing the right thing. They keep referring to the books, the apps, 
uh, you know, what the NHS says in the UK to tell them even how to sort of what's the right, how many times a day you should, I don't know, cuddle your child, whether or not you should do tummy time, all the rest of it. And I think there's a real that people have lost confidence in their ability mm. to relate to young people. And so then for young people, where are they meant to turn to if they're if their teachers and their parents and you know their older people in their life aren't that confident? Well, they're going to find role models in celebrities who they don't yep. know. It's not real and problems will develop. The connection that that exists, though, is probably through social media. And, and it's it's quite stark that 48 percent said that social media uh, and TikTok uh, was was the most influential brand. So in other words, what you have is these these stars, these influencers, these um, celebrities getting into their pockets. I mean, that is a unique connection um, that doesn't exist really, but young people feel that it does. Yes, and it's, it's something that we have to grapple with because, I mean, I'm 31. When I grew up, I did not have the internet in my pocket you know we it's really only very latterly that um we've got this issue of young people being able to as well essentially have online relationships with people that they don't know or at least imagine they have online relationships with people you know sort of follow follow these celebrities on social media in this kind of quite unreal strange um strange kind of way that uh, they're almost living a kind of double life this online world this online life your social media page which we never had and so you have we have to kind of try and get our heads around what's going on there but i think that there's i mean to relate back to the conversation we've just having when you um, came back from the break about what to do with kids in the rain i mean there is there is an element here where i think there's a bit of a simple answer which is that parents need to get more confident about being back involved in their kid's life about taking away the phone and saying what are you looking at you know you know taking control of what they have access to as much as possible it's always difficult because you know they you know kids tend to be a lot more tech literate than their parents and mm. um, these days but you know i think we need to rediscover our confidence as adult as the adult generation in getting stuck into our kids you know, emotional and psychological lives of saying, providing them with the kind of uh, the aspirations that they need. I mean, to come back to Andrew Tate, just briefly, because I think it's a really great example. I listened to this interview with this young man uh, in England who was a fan of Andrew Tate. And when he was asked, you know, he was seven, 16, 17 or something. And he was asked, why do you look up to him when he said all these terrible things about women? He's such an unpleasant man. And he said, no, no, I don't, I don't, I, I know all of that. And I, I just bypass that. I don't listen to him on that. But I think he has some really good things to say about being an ambitious young man. And when I heard that, I just thought, well, that tells you something, which is means that we as a society, society are not giving that young man what he needs in terms of a, a bit of aspiration, a bit of ambition. So he's turning to this idiot for it. And I think we need to start you know, making sure that we provide those answers for young people. Ella Whelan, Spiked Online. Thanks very much for joining us on News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.